Hey cuties, this is Deidre C. Hey cuties, this is Jay Nicole. And welcome to the Queen Team Podcast, a, a space, space to, to cultivate, cultivate your queendom. So you guys might be wondering, what is a cutie? Well, the name of our podcast is Queen Team. So Q for queen and T for team. And we want you listeners to be a part of our queendom and to join us. And so you are our cuties. Hey, cuties. Hey, cuties. Happy Valentine's Day, cuties. Yes, happy Valentine's Day. Yes, we are so excited to launch this first episode and share some love with you, whether you're in a relationship or just celebrating with your pals or your girlfriends, we want to wish you the warmest of all Valentine's Days. So, Jay Nicole, I have a couple questions for you. Yes, ask away. Would you rather spend Valentine's in or going out? You know what? I would rather stay in. I feel like when you go out for Valentine's Day, there is so much hustle and bustle. There's a lot of people out, especially if you go to a restaurant, you're waiting and you're just sitting there. It's not very intimate. Um, and I would prefer to stay in. Mm-hmm. I'm like, babe, cook me something to eat. Yeah. You know, let's cook together. Or maybe we can even go to a cooking class Ooh, together. Or one. if he's really listening, he's heard me say other things that I've never done before that I'm mm-hmm. interested in doing. Like, let's go do that instead of going out to eat or even celebrating on a different day yes. so that you don't have avoid to avoid the crowds. Avoid, yes, avoid the crowds. And I hate crowds during Christmas. Mm. I just don't <laughs> like crowds at all. Like, back up. <laughs> Yes, give you yes. some space. Yes. I get it. Would you rather stay in or go out? You know what? I it, I love that idea of taking a class and doing something that seems a little unconventional for right. Valentine's Day. I'm all about, like, couples massages would be awesome. Ooh. Uh, but even I, the whole point for me for Valentine's Day, even though I, it's a commercialized and consumerist holiday... Um, I'd really like to create intentional times of connection. Mm. So if you're truly celebrating love and relationship, whether you're celebrating with your boo or your girlfriends, like maybe a pajama party with your girls or a bake-off, doing something intentional to create and celebrate the connection you have with others is something that I prefer regardless. Instead of spending so much time on the grind, sometimes you have to grind for your relationships. Yes. You have to. You have to. All that we're really going to have in the end anyway. Yes, the money was great and the lifestyle we created it was beautiful, but the relationships are going to be the longest lasting. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I love that. This week, we're going to be talking about thinking like a queen. We want to help you cultivate a queendom in all areas of your life, starting with your mind. Yeah, yeah. that's right, Deidre. We want to make sure we're making space to love and honor ourselves. That's right. And whatever you think, your feelings will catch up. Yes. That yes. is so powerful. And I was talking to my daughter about that the other day. I sent her to bed and like 15, 20 minutes later, she comes out and is like, mom, I'm, I'm having a bad thought. I'm having a bad dream. I'm like, how are you having a bad dream? And you just went to bed 15 minutes ago. Like miss me with that baby girl. Like stop. And so I really broke it down and said, what's really bothering you? Well, she had watched a movie. I think Jurassic Park 3 or no, Mm -hmm. she said Pirates of the Caribbean. And that's kind of scary for a seven-year-old. Yes. But I told her, I said, listen, mama could stay in here with you. I can hang out with you. But you've really got to figure out how to change your mind on your own. Once I leave, I'll be gone again and you can still think your thoughts. So I told her, I know you feel bad right now, but if you start thinking positively, your feelings will catch up. Yes, And that's what we want to share with you guys. We want you to know how to cultivate the mindset of a queen. 
A queen doesn't think negatively about herself. She doesn't put herself down. Mm -hmm. She doesn't tittle-tattle over things that don't matter. She's intentional about everything she does, and she's on purpose. So we want to share some ways that you can cultivate a queen's mindset. Before we get down to it, I want to wish you happy Valentine's. Regardless of how you celebrate, remember, queens, celebrate yourself. We'll talk more about that as we step into the queen's chambers. Welcome to the Queen's Chambers. Today we're going to talk about how to think like a queen. You need to make space for yourself, show yourself some love, especially on Valentine's Day. And just remember, whatever you're thinking, your feelings will catch up. So if you're thinking negative or positive thoughts, your feelings always follow. And you want to embrace your feelings if you're feeling bad. You also want to let them flow through you. So how do we cultivate the mindset of a queen? Through gratitude, affirmations, exposing yourself to healthy influences, journaling, meditation, even being in the right conversations and relationships affect that, and also going to therapy. So there are a variety of ways, just as Jane Nicole said, to really help to adjust and reprogram your mindset. When a queen is moving with purpose, she knows where she's headed, not just externally. She gets there with internal motivation. One of the things that we've both found really beneficial is to cultivate an attitude of gratitude. Some of that could be sharing with friends about how things have happened in your life and the blessings that you've received. And sharing with others can be of an encouragement to them and also keeping yourself accountable to look towards what are the positive attributes that are benefiting you right now. What have you been finding helpful in your life in terms of cultivating gratitude? Well, I cultivate gratitude or try to on a daily basis. Um, I have a list that I make of two things. How do I want to show up today is on one side and a gratitude list is on the other. So how do I want to show up is just writing down things of how I want to be, whether that is happy, energetic, fun, productive, patient, more kind. Um... I will turn this into I am statements, and then next I'll do a gratitude list, writing down the things that I'm thankful for, and also checking in throughout the day with rereading that list and adding things to it to remind myself what really matters in life, what to be grateful for, Mm -hmm. and reminding myself to show up in the way that I decided I want to. If I'm having a crappy day or somebody kind of pissed me off doing something out and about, somebody was rude reminding myself that I'm grateful and that I'm, you know, reminding myself that I'm grateful and of the things that I want to be, how I want to show up keeps me on track. Definitely. How do you create gratitude in your life? Wow. Creating a list, making sure at least three things per day that I'm grateful for, either writing it down, like you said. Um, and again, this week, especially I was speaking with some friends who live on the East Coast, and we try to stay connected and just kind of even just recounting my day. And as I was recounting the things that I had experienced that day and that week, all of these things that I did not even realize that I was grateful for that has really kind of changed my perspective on how this week started off. It was a hard week in the beginning. But by the end, it was yesterday, by the end of the week, that I was able to kind of say, look at all of these things that I'm so grateful for That's really that have really shaped where I am in not just my life, but in my perspective and how I'm viewing my life going forward. So that's really, really important. 
And you mentioned another piece that kind of really goes hand in hand with gratitude, not just being um, thankful for the blessings that come into our lives, but also trying to create how you want to move in this world. Mm -hmm. Janisha said she creates I am statements every day on how she wants to show up. And that can be in the form of what we call affirmations. If we want to give it a title or a name, affirmations are so important on how we shape our perspective of ourselves. There's a variety of different places you can find affirmation. You could Google it. You could check on Pinterest. You may find lists of affirmations online. And even taking those um, those statements and making them personal to who you are and to what you want, sometimes it's really, really hard to say, okay, what is it that I want to be? How is it that I want to move today? Um, sometimes finding and borrowing these phrases from other places can be really helpful and beneficial. You know what? But I like to create my own affirmations because I feel like when you create it yourself, it's easier to remember and it resonates with you more. Yes. And also, belief is a really big aspect of affirmations. Mm-hmm. For example, if I say I want to be or I am patient or I want to be more patient, mm-hmm. and then I move throughout my day and I'm not patient and I just keep repeating over myself, I am patient, I am patient but I don't believe it, it creates a war inside of me. Mm -hmm. And I don't feel like I'm meeting that expectation. But instead of creating an affirmation that you don't believe, throw these two phrases in front. Either I am open to to being um, more patient or I am willing to be more patient. Strong. And most of the time you are open and you are willing, and that is something that you believe. Mm -hmm. And then you can maybe kind of address why you're not feeling that you're patient or whatever the word that you want to use. Yes. So you can uh, get inspired by list, but -hmm. creating your own sometimes will work better. And you can check in with yourself to see what works best. Yeah. But really being open and honest with yourself about what you may feel capable of today and why you may may not feel capable to doing others in that day. And so taking so taking those affirmations and putting them in places around your world where you can see them on a regular basis, whether that's on your bathroom mirror or maybe over where you wash the dishes or even on the dashboard in your car so you can see these phrases over and over again so that you can start cultivating a new belief about who you are mm-hmm. and how you move in this world. Something that I know that I find uh, sometimes hard about using affirmations is when it's in, when that post-it or that card is in the same place for a long time. I don't see it anymore. And so I don't even take in that message anymore. And then sometimes something will happen where it forces me to look at it. And I'm like, oh, I really needed to see that today, but I haven't looked at it for real, for real, uh, in weeks. Mm-hmm. So taking that affirmation and when you that occurs or if that occurs, maybe putting it in a new space or maybe writing it on a new piece of paper so that you can see that in a new way so that you can make that change a little bit more deeply. But affirmations, so, so important. So now we want to move on to exposing yourself to healthy influences. And this is so important for cultivating the mindset of a queen. Yes. What you're exposing yourself to will make or break you. Definitely. Because what you feed into your brain will manifest in how you feel. And how you feel is how you will behave. Mm -hmm. So if you want to have a great life, if you want to be a queen in your own life, then you need to expose yourself to healthy influences. And that means cutting the trash TV, maybe reading more and watching things that are uplifting. And there's nothing wrong with being on social media or on YouTube or watching certain things on TV, but try to just maybe 
cut back on some of the things that Mm -hmm. don't make you feel valued, that don't make you feel special, that make you feel like you're comparing yourself to other people or that you can't measure up and replace those with something that makes you feel valued, that makes you feel beautiful, Mm -hmm. that makes you feel queenly. Yes. You know, Um, how, what do you do to expose yourself to healthy influences? You know, I do try to limit the things that I watch sometimes in one of what I would call one of the negative coping practices that I have, and I don't even want to call it a practice. One of the negative coping habits that I have is when I am feeling stressed or overwhelmed, I will veg out on TV. Mm-hmm. And that is one thing I know, like, okay, you got to check yourself, girl, because this isn't pouring into your spirit. This isn't feeding you. This isn't giving you the mindset that you want to have so you can move forward in the most positive way. So really kind of reeling that in. But one of the things I enjoy doing or I have for, for pretty much my whole life is reading. I love books. And I love reading. And there was nothing like when I was young, like curling up with a good book and a good blanket um, and diving into a good book. But when I had children, my children are, what, nine, five, and two. And when I had children, it became increasingly harder to pick up a book and to get to that space without being interrupted like every other paragraph. <laughs> so recently I've come back to the um, to audiobooks and listening to audiobooks. And now there's a variety of ways to get audiobooks, whether it's on Audible or purchasing them. But it's something that I don't have the financial budget for, so I've been utilizing my local library. Yes, yeah. that's an amazing resource. Such a good resource. In addition to, of course, checking out real books and and CDs, our library also has the capability to loan digital copies, whether that's a Kindle copy of a book or um, a download, an MP3 download of a book. And so something I'm actually super excited that I just got today um, after being on hold for a while was Tiffany Haddish's Black Unicorn. Okay. Okay. So I can't wait to start. She is awesome. What she's done with her life has been awesome. How she's really tried to build herself and her brand and really be genuine and authentic in all the spaces that she moves in with that consistency I really can't wait to hear more what she has to see in her book but a book that I did finish recently was um, Gabrielle Union's We're Gonna Need More Wine I think that's the name of the title and that's that, a funny title it right? was, sit back we need some more exactly we need, we need some more wine girl <laughs> well, I mean, and that's basically what the book is like I we're gonna be here a while just yes. take a load off rest and let me share a little bit about my experience and she does in her book she shares about her experience of moving into who she felt she was meant to be um, her growing up um, how she kind of got and broke, broke into Hollywood and the challenge she faced there, but really finding value, you know, kind of a spoiler alert, in being the most authentic person that she could be yeah. um, in her skin. And so that was really um, uplifting to me. And okay, we, we have to have a book episode because yeah, I'm like, I just keep do. on thinking of more we and do. more books that I want to talk about. But that's one way that I really try to um, limit Limit the garbage that I bring into my mind or the spaces I let my mind wander to through Mm -hmm. comparing, like you said, and to seeing what I don't have um, and really trying to pour into my mind and how how do I want to move in this world. What about you? What is it that you do to kind of expose yourself to healthy influences? I've been following influential women on... Uh, social media on Instagram, Mm -hmm. on Facebook. There's a podcast that I really like to listen to um, called Getting Grown with Jade and Kia. And I like to follow those women. They're in their mid-30s like I am. Uh They're doing something positive with their life. And they're moving forward with their dreams, which is exactly what I want to do. And that influences me to see someone my age doing their thing and getting their life. 
mm-hmm. and teaching other women how to love themselves and how to, so, so you important. know, grow up and be better. I love that. Mm-hmm. And I also have been starting to go to networking events. Yeah. And I went to one a couple of weeks ago. It was a head wrap party. It was all black women. One woman was teaching everyone how to do head wraps and they had some holistic health stuff there, some nice. mental health. Um, and so just being around other people mm-hmm. that are like minded, who are like you is amazing. And I know a lot of people go to church or go to Bible study, but I think getting out there and doing a little bit more, getting around other women who think like you yes. or even who are in a better place than you yes. is key. It's a so, must. So. It's a must. Oh, yes. I, I completely agree. I completely agree. We'll talk a little bit more about that uh, later in our podcast, but I completely agree. Another way that women can connect with a positive mindset, with cultivating their mind to be a queen is journaling. And there's a gazillion different ways to journal. And really there's no wrong way to journal. But the way, the one of the ways we want to start out talking about is process journaling. It's like dumping, dumping all of those negative thoughts, all of those emotions that you are having a hard time understanding, putting them all in one place and either going back and reading them when you feel like you're in a different space where you want to understand yourself better. Or here's something a friend of mine does. She just burns them and says, oh, and really? that's done. Right. That's just cleanse of that. I'm leaving that behind. I like I'm moving that, forward. I mean, I really like that because it's like you finalize it and you see it in your yes. mind. Mm-hmm. It clicks. It's like, nope, this is done yeah. and we're done with that and we're going to move on. I love that. Yeah. I love that. It's it, it, very cathartic. I've done it in not in, not like a whole journal, but I've done it with um, other things where I'm like, facing certain problems, write a letter or write to myself about it. Just let it go. Let it go. Um, something that I have practiced in order to start my day in the right mindset um, and start my day without being frantic or feeling like I'm forgetting something or trying to tackle that to-do list before I even get out of the bed is um, filling three pages. You Before you get out of bed, you pick up your journal, you pick up your pen, roll onto your side, and just write three pages. Perhaps it's what you dreamed about last night. Perhaps it's like the end, the remnants of the day before that you don't want to take into your day. But filling, 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 just writing, 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 writing until three pages are full, even if it's nonsense, even if it's gobbledygook. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of like bringing some quietness to your mind before you begin this new day and really letting this new day start off not as a continuation of the crazy of the day before or not in this frantic mode where, oh my gosh, I'm not going to get all the things done, but really kind of starting with a beautiful new intention of being open and present to this moment for the new day. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And I really like bullet journaling. I'm not really one to sit and write and write and write all of my thoughts. I feel like after a while, my mind starts to wonder and I lose focus on what I was doing. But bullet journaling, I will just write a phrase or a word that I can speak to or that I'm thinking about. And then I can come back and address it later. And one of my favorite movies of all time, Gone with the Wind, Scarlett says, I won't think about that now. I'll think about it tomorrow. And I really feel like that's such a great way to process your feelings Mm -hmm. to say, you know what? I don't have the energy and the space and the emotion to deal with this right now, but I'll deal with it later. And journaling just helps you get things off of your plate. It can help you get more sleep, more rest, and help you be focused on what you need to do in the moment. And I don't think we live enough in the moment. We're always thinking about what we have to do tomorrow, Mm -hmm. what we have to do in 30 minutes, what we have to do the next day, you know, or thinking about the past and what we did wrong and this and that. 
live in the moment, journal, get it off your mind and mm-hmm. enjoy who you are and where you are right now. Exactly. And and yes. moving forward. Yeah, and being intentional about creating a space for those things yeah, when you can. Absolutely. Yeah. And something else that actually came to my mind while you were talking. Yeah. Not everybody likes to write. There is something really uh, connective and cathartic about the physicality of writing. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes people may want to have an audio journal or a oh, video yeah, journal as well. True. We all have phones that all have cameras that all have the capability to do these things, whether you're recording your voice or recording a video. And again, you don't have to keep it. You can discard it, but kind of getting it out or right. going back and listening and watching yourself. And sometimes we can see things that we about ourselves or how we were moving or expressions that tell us more about where we are when we go back and look at it. So those are some different ways that you can journal, different things that you can do to kind of get some of those emotions and feelings out and process um, and really kind of leave that behind and not carry that with you everywhere you go because that's a heavy burden sometimes to carry. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So let's move on. The next tip that we're going to give you on how to create a queen's mindset is meditation. Yes. Meditation Mm -hmm. is so helpful. It's keeping your mind focused on one thing or Mm -hmm. on nothing, clearing your mind completely in order to learn how to control your thoughts. Yes. And when you can control your thoughts, you can control your life. Yes. So you're more familiar with traditional meditation. Mm-hmm. What is that? Yeah, so traditional meditation, um, when it comes to the, the Eastern religions, we've kind of introduced this idea to us, is finding a space inside your brain where you can be quiet. Now, of course... If we were quiet for like one second, your to-do list or the conversation you had or these other things, your brain's like, hey, I got a train. You want to get on this train? We're going real fast. Look at all these pretty thoughts. And I'm just not going to shut up. I'm going to keep going, keep going, keep going. And so the idea behind meditation isn't necessarily to not think about those things, but it's just not to get caught up in those things and really stay focused in this moment and really bring a quietness to the mind. You can watch them pass by, those thoughts pass by mentally, but not get on one of those trains and follow it down the track. Right. Don't engage. Don't engage. Don't engage. And to allow them just to pass through. This is a practice. This is nothing that somebody says, okay, I'm going to meditate today and I'm going to do an hour and sit quietly for an hour because that would be torture. Yeah. (laughs) Absolute torture. So there's different... you probably fall asleep. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Probably end up on the floor (laughs) drooling on your hand like it's not going to happen. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. No, I... Just try to do five minutes then. Exactly. Giving yourself very reachable goals. I mean, let's let's make it even more simple. Starting at one minute. Okay. Yeah. Starting then gradually going to five minutes. Now there's a lots of different there there are a lot of different resources that can help with that. There are apps, there are YouTube videos, there's guided meditation. And depending on what your spiritual perspective is or how you, you what you use to inspire yourself, some people may use mantras, some people may use um, a beautiful quote or lines from poetry. And then if some people follow the biblical teachings or um, have other spirit uh, sacred writings, whether it be the Bible or other things, they can use passages from those to focus their mind on these things or on the scripture to help them move into the mindset or move into the kind of person that they really want to be. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And it can even be one of your affirmations that we talked about. Yeah. Yeah. Just focusing on your affirmations or on a scripture that you've been wanting to memorize, Mm -hmm. but maybe rewrite the scripture and make it into your own words. Exactly. Um, and And insert yourself in there. Right. Insert yourself and that will make it connect to you better. 
So earlier we started talking a little bit about relationships and relating to people and being in right conversation and in right relationships with people is essential to creating a queen's mindset. Mm -hmm. You have to be around the right people and in the right conversations in order to create what you want in your life. And that could just be not gossiping anymore on the phone with your girlfriend. Well. Come on now. And I know as women, we want to get the tea. We want to hear the lemonade, the coffee. We want everything. And it's just like, sometimes you don't need to know what's going on. And sometimes I'm bad at this because I'm an external processor. Mm -hmm. I always want to call someone and tell somebody what's going on with me and tell somebody how I'm feeling and what I'm thinking. And sometimes you don't even need to speak on it. Right. You just need to quiet your mind, pray over it, journal about it, journal about it and let it go. Um, But if you are going to talk to somebody about your problems or hear their problems, you need to have somebody who has your back, who really loves you, who really cares about your well-being and your mindset in your corner. You don't need the haters. You don't need the people that don't support you all in your business. Please stop posting on social media because you want somebody to like and comment on what you say or how you feel. Be able to be strong enough to say, you know what, I can deal with this on my own, but if I can't, I have support Yes, and somebody who's really in my corner. Mm -hmm. That really reminds me of a quote that I came across today by Rumi. He is a philosopher. We'll talk more about our favorite philosophers and quotes and poets in other episodes. But the quote that I came across says, set your life on fire. Seek those who fan your flames. Yes. Succinctly puts it. Succinctly puts it. You want to grow a queendom that is going to really take this world by storm. Yeah. And not necessarily consume everything around it, but help this consuming fire really can help things grow and be and be more. And so why would you want to hang out with somebody who wants to douse your light, to put you out, to put you down? So really, set your life on fire. Seek those who fan your flames. It is very important that we are mindful of the people we surround ourselves with and have those conversations that are going to uplift us and not tear us down. And also, we're not telling you guys, listen... We're not telling you to stop talking to your friends. We're not telling you to get rid of anyone. If you really feel like that's necessary and there has been somebody that you've been on the fence with for a while, then you know what to do. But all we're saying is be more aware, be mindful of who you're talking about, who you're talking to, and what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. And if you feel that it's necessary to let people go, then you you know what to do. But if you're just more aware, you'll start to see change. And maybe your friend may be struggling with um, yeah. speaking uh, negatively. And you may influence them to start speaking more positively just by you becoming more aware. Or to say, hey, girl, I know we always talk about this. You know, I know we always, you know, bring these subjects up, but let's, what do you think about this? Maybe Mm -hmm. you can look some stuff up online, some positive conversation starters, like really be intentional about having positivity in your mind and our minds are like seeds. Whatever we plant in them, it will take root and it will grow. And eventually you will have fruit. So either you will have negative fruit or you will have positive fruit. That's right. Yes. But either way you slice it, you're going to have fruit. All of the things we've talked about are really beneficial for those who are in a really good headspace. But sometimes we either suffer from depression or lots of anxiety. Perhaps there are women out there who are having suicidal thoughts, and we're going to put a link to the suicide hotline in our show notes. 
But some of these things that are for people who are fairly healthy and are in a mentally healthy space, these things that we mentioned earlier can be really beneficial. But sometimes you can't just pull yourself out. But this is part of cultivating a queendom, part of moving into the queen that you were meant to be. Some of the ways to kind of get us out of these places where we feel like we are all alone in the depths of despair is asking for help. Um, A queen truly realizes when she is in over her head and asking either a friend to say, this is not normal, I do not know what's wrong, um, or reaching out to a hotline um, in order to say, I know that something is off and I know that it needs to get better, but even if you don't know how, letting somebody know. One of the ways that can be really beneficial to uh, help people move out of this space is seeking professional therapy, um, whether it's through a licensed psychologist or a psychiatrist uh, or somebody who's trained as a therapist, somebody who knows what normal is mentally and what is not normal, somebody who can sit down and talk to you, listen to you, and help give you tools or even baby steps to move one step further away from whatever shadow might be cast on your life right now. And as a very important space. And we are going to have, I'm going to say hopefully a series, but maybe definitely an episode or two on what this looks like and how this doesn't make you weird. This doesn't make you exclude you from being a queen. Um, This doesn't mean that you're less than. Life sucks sometimes. Yeah. It just means that you need help. Yes. But the worst thing that you can do for yourself is not get the help. Yes. And honestly, I will tell you guys the truth right now. I've, I called the suicide line mm-hmm. last year. Yeah. I wasn't suicidal. I knew I wasn't going to kill myself, but I was feeling so alone. I was so dark. Mm-hmm. And I called and said, I just need somebody to hear me right now. Yes. And it was a complete stranger. So I could be 100% honest. Yeah. And I said what I had to say and I cried and I felt better and I was able to go back home Um, and sleep the rest of the night and get up and kind of formulate a plan of how can I never feel this way again? Mm -hmm. And I've spent this past year since then doing the work, fighting to get my life back, to get my mental health back. And that's why we're here. We're here to help you do the same thing. That's right. To create a place where you feel like you're empowered, to feel like you're free, to feel like you're worth something and that you're valuable. And that's something that we all should know. So if you need to seek therapy, if you need to call the suicide hotline, you are not alone, number one. That's right. And you are not crazy. Mm -mm. You are not silly. You are not bad or wrong for seeking help. No. It is definitely, that is the absolute best thing you can do for yourself is ask for help. And there are a variety of different ways. Like I mentioned before, of course, sitting in a a traditional office with a therapist is one way. Um, But there are other ways you can do it, too, by getting um, help, whether it's via uh, mobile apps. There are a few different mobile apps out there. There's one that's called Talkspace. There's something that's called BetterHelp. There's something that's called Seven Cups. And all of these are apps that are actually run by mental professionals to help people get better and to help them kind of start dealing with the issues at hand. Something else that I'm sure we'll talk more about later, but finding a therapist isn't always, okay, let me just pick the first one on the list. Even though somebody may be very emotionally exhausted, um, taking the time to find somebody who is a good fit for them. But being patient with yourself and being the queen you are by asking for help is one of the most incredible things that you can do. Absolutely. And you 
when others ask you for help, you will be able to show up for them because you know exactly what it's like to be in the right, position to because ask. you got the help, and that's now you right. can show them how to get help. And that's also things that queens do, but right. they pay exactly. it forward. Yeah. So let's step out of the queen's chambers, but before we do, remember that if you want to cultivate a queen's mindset, you need gratitude, affirmations, to expose yourself to healthy influence, to journal meditate, be in the right conversation and right relationships and seek help through therapy or suicide hotline if you need to. Yes. So now we're going to step into the queen scene. Queen scene. Queen scene. And the queen scene is just when we bring to light or bring up on the on the scene some women who we just really love, who are queens in their own right, who yes. inspire us. We want you to follow them. We want you to just be mindful of yes. their work. So mm-hmm. who's on your queen scene today? Oh, on my queen scene today, I could not just pick one because it's kind of one and the same. Let's just say call it like one and a half. <laughs> uh, but the first You're breaking all the rules up here. I mean, We're supposed to pick one girl. Rules are meant to be broken, That's right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the first person that I've chosen today is Shonda Rhimes. And Ooh. for those who don't know, Shonda Rhimes is an African-American woman who has really much taken television by storm here in the States. Uh, she has created lots of um, award-winning television programs. Um, and the, her very first program was called or is called Grey's Anatomy. It's been on the air for ages and ages. Um, but Are they all like on season 14 now? Something like yeah, that. Yeah, I think it's, it's season 14. It's a lot. Yeah. Okay. And so on one of her latest episodes, she wrote, she um, created a space to kind of deal with the topic that is near and dear to my heart. We'll get more into the specifics of my burden later um, in our series. But she created one of the main characters, Dr. Miranda Bailey, who is a short black woman who is very loud and outspoken um, and is very confident and moves with purpose and knows where she stands and commands respect. Basically, she is Ah, I don't know. How do you describe her? She's She's a shit. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) And so um, she, in this particular episode, the episode revolves around her and experience that she's having where she actually has to seek medical care due to um, a crisis, a physical physical and medical crisis she believes that she's having. Now, she is a doctor. She is on the show, the uh, not just a doctor, the chief of surgery. So she kind of knows her stuff. She knows what to look for. She knows the signs and she knows her body. So she goes goes into another hospital because she doesn't want to show vulnerability. Something else we should probably talk about on her show. Yeah, absolutely. She doesn't want to show vulnerability to her coworkers and colleagues, so she goes to seek help somewhere else. And the thing that I really want to affirm and put on the queen scene today is the advocacy she had for herself as a patient, knowing that something was wrong, insisting on having particular examinations done so that the diagnosis could be absolutely correct. And even though this was a fictional account, And it was a little bit sensationalized because it's television and we want that entertainment value. The sad thing is it is truly happening in our hospital system today, especially here in America, across the board, where women, especially black women, advocate for themselves, advocate for themselves, advocate for themselves, and are dismissed or minimized or not listened to. And this is to either their ultimate death or to more detriment than actually needed to happen if they were listened to by the professionals. And that is for a variety of different reasons, but most simply it's because of implicit bias and systemic racism. Oh, 
Sorry, that's a low because there's so much more that I want to say, but I want to bring to the scene Shonda Rhimes. Thank you so much for creating a space where this can be um, brought to the view onto primetime television where a lot of people can see this. And then also for the character who plays Miranda Bailey and the, the, the way that she portrayed the role and brought this also to light because a lot of people don't understand what's going on and how this truly is a problem in our healthcare system today. I feel like I have to take a deep breath after that because I'm so riled up with all the things I can't. Yeah. I'm it's choosing an to say topic, now. And it's about time. And even about the previous time. week's episode yes. um, was amazing when she brought p- police brutality and the effects of yes. police brutality yes. um, onto the show. So if you guys don't watch Grey's Anatomy, just watch those two episodes um, of yes. her latest season. I think it's like episode nine and ten. Yeah, we'll put a, we'll put a link in the show notes. Yeah, mm-hmm. but um, the woman that I want to bring to the queen scene is actually our guest for next week miss sean strickland she is passionate about helping women arise and shine and create a wealthy mindset Mm -hmm. she helps black women build wealth and there are such disparities in the difference between what we get paid as black women Mm -hmm. and what other women get paid and of course we already know the disparity between men and women and we're the lowest on the totem pole and so we're going to talk more about this and we're going to have sean on but she's a queen in her own right and we can't wait to share more about who she is in her story and she has a guide to help you create a wealthy mindset so come back next week we're here every single wednesday check out sean's website blackwomenbuildwealth.com for a plethora of information on how to get started building your wealth i can't wait to hear all about it yes <laughs> Before we wrap up, we still want to connect with you. Today we talked about creating a queen's mindset. And part of that is good music to get you in the mood. There's nothing like a good song that not only shifts your mind, but your energy and your attitude. So we want to hear from you, queens. What are some of the songs that help you shift your mindset into a positive mindset, helps you to move towards that queen mindset? like mindset as you cultivate your queendom. We want to put together a Spotify playlist with all of your choices. We'll be asking here in this space. You can email us at thequeenteampodcast at gmail.com or find us on social media, which Jay Nicole is going to tell us about in a moment. But think about and share with us some of the titles of your favorite music that puts you in that queendom mindset. Yes. So we want you to follow us on social media. We want to get to know you and we want you to get to know us. So follow us on the Queen Team podcast on Instagram and Facebook. And review us on Apple Podcasts. Yes, please. Please write a review. We're actually going to do a contest next week for those who have written a review about us because we want more people to be able to be exposed to our content. And when you leave a review, it helps more people see us. Mm-hmm. So thank you so much for tuning in. We are so excited to start this journey and mm-hmm. to be with you guys learning how to cultivate your queendom. We'll see you next week on Wednesdays and every Wednesday to get through your week on hump day. Hey. And you guys have a great week. Bye, Bye. cuties. Bye, cuties.